You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions at torquemag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. You can also download the episodes directly from WMR.fm. Now, in the realm of marketing and web development, I think we might sometimes fall victims to superstitions. I, I'm sure I do. For example, when designing a contact form on a site, we might feel that certain decisions might cost us thousands of customers, but we might not always have the data to back up those decisions. Instead, sometimes we might rely on previous experiences and just kind of pushing that forward again, or just hunches or even things that we heard. <laughs> Someone said once that we just took to heart. Today, I'm going to talk to Viola Gruner, the head of marketing at Impside, the biggest WordPress agency in Europe. Viola recently gave a talk at WordCamp Europe 2023 about testing instead of guessing, generate more leads through growth hacking. We are going to talk today about how to do that, how to test and confirm things and not just rely on our hunches. Viola, welcome to the show. I, I want to start off by just asking, what is your WordPress origin story? How did you join our community? Hello. So thank you very much for the invitation. So my story of coming to WordPress, so I'm not that long in the WordPress community. It's now just a year. And my story of that was I worked for um, a startup and we scaled up and we were building a website and we used WordPress here. And so one day this website crashed uh, because we didn't update it and it was, you know, I wasn't involved in this whole topic, but then when I came, yeah, I was there and then it broke. So I met Inside at this moment. They tried to help me to fix this website. And yeah, when we, we were growing with the startup, uh, the founder said one day, hey, we need to make a relaunch again. So 
yeah, we decided to make a relaunch. And then the founder said to me, we will use now type with three instead of WordPress. And that was the day when I said, okay, I leave, I quit. And yeah, then inside we still were in contact and yeah, I came to inside and they showed me the WordPress community. So yeah, it was amazing for me seeing this community and being there and at my first WordCamp in WordCamp US. Uh, that was my first like big experience with it. What year was that? Um, it was last year. So okay, um, San Diego. Yes, San Diego. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Great people, a great community, amazing spirit. You know. So before I worked for a logistics company, and it was always a little little bit about competition, and you know. Mm -hmm. And when I came to WordPress, I saw, wow, it's one big community and mm -hmm. yeah, we are one big team and we want to make WordPress bigger and yeah, it's amazing with amazing people. So congratulations on your talk at WordCamp Europe 2023. You gave a talk titled testing instead of guessing, and you were talking, I believe to marketers was sort of your audience about the importance of testing ideas rather than running on assumptions. What inspired that talk? When I started working in marketing, I was very unexperienced and young. I still studied, you know, and I was working for the startup and they told me, hey, okay, you are now making the whole decision for this company. And I was like, okay, how to make decisions? And so instead of saying, okay, my God feeling is saying that, I started to test. So I started to test everything or every bigger decision. And through this process, I saw, wow, okay. Very often all books are saying this kind of thing, but you know, if you text it for your target audience, there are other results sometimes. I tested a lot and I tested a lot with my team and we scaled everything up and it was amazing seeing this and it was amazing to learn and yeah, to see that the target group is always a little bit different. And sometimes we expected that this test will be a success, for example. And sometimes it was, and sometimes it wasn't. So, yeah. And it was always, we tried to test significantly. And it was like a small paper we did always for that. And mm -hmm. it was also great for my team, you know, because often... I heard some head of marketers or some marketers with a team saying to them, hey, you need to do this and that and because of my gut feeling and I'm experienced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but during my experience, I saw if someone says this, there is a risk, you know, because if you test it, yeah, my experience showed me, okay, you need to test often <laughs> to really say, okay, that will work or not. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's a little bit the story about it. I mentioned marketers being superstitious. I think I definitely come from the school. I, you know, I was in print before WordPress and in print and marketing, we always had these, these beliefs, like the customer has to see something three times before they like actually act on it. You know, this rule of three. And that was partially because we didn't have the ability really to test from like doing a weekly newspaper. It was kind of hard to quantify how many people saw something and how many times it took them to act on it. But then I think also like beyond the fact that that was, you know, before the technology allowed us to test, 
I think even now there's still some things in marketing. It's like, oh, we should sponsor this event. Well, it's maybe hard to quantify it. You know, you have to kind of like rely on just, you know, it, it should do well. It felt like it did well and it feels like something we need to do. So I feel like marketers are kind of balancing that. But you, you were talking specifically in your talk about like maybe somebody wants to add, you know, on a contact form, one of the most important parts of your site, getting those people to, you know, convert, you know, sign up for what you need or sign up for the newsletter. And somebody on the team might want to add an extra, an extra drop down, you know, bar for some reason. And it's very important to them. And it feels to you maybe that this is, this is a terrible thing. We've optimized this flow. And so you've got these two people who have these, you know, they're working on the same team, but they have these different priorities and different hunches. How would you solve that conflict? What would be the, the first thing that your team would do to figure out what the right decision is? And that's, that's funny that we say this because we had exactly this kind of small conflict. It was not really a conflict. Um, but the sales team told us, hey, we really need one more form field. And as you said, for a marketer, adding one more form field means, okay, our conversion rate will drop. If you research it, they always say, hey, take care of your form field because the conversion rate will drop. So my first thing to do about it, saying to the sales team, okay, but why do you want us to add one more form field and what form field you need? And they told us, hey, because of quality, we want to save time. We need one more form field about the volume so we can qualify them better and we can save time. So for me, the process was writing it down in a little one pager, this, their idea, so their goal, you know, why do they need this? And what do I think happens? So I created a hypothesis and also always number space. So what does it mean adding one more form field? Um, if you research this kind of, of question, you find a lot of data and the data normally says, okay, by adding one more form field, the conversion rate will grow. And so we added this kind of information inside of it, numbers based. So for us, it was the conversion rate will drop from 7% to 6%. And yeah, I was writing down different kind of things in this um, one pager. Also the experiment design, how does it look like? Um, and their required duration. That means how long do we need to run this test to get a significant result? And yeah, we, I was writing it down and then presenting it to my team. And the team was deciding always together. So after um, pitching an idea, the team was deciding together with the ICE model. That means ICE means stands for impact, confidence, and ease. And mm -hmm. we were deciding together from zero to 10, we were rating this idea. So how big is the impact for a con uh, conversion rate? If it drops, for example, from zero to 10, oh my God, it's a big impact. We said uh, the confidence, how much do we think this test will work or will fail? Uh, my whole team said, oh my God, yeah, the conversion rate will drop. And ease, how easy is it to implement this test? And out of this results, we decided what's the best test to start with. So we often collected a lot of different tests. We had every second week a growth hacking meeting. 
and everyone was coming up with our idea always in the same structure. And yeah, we were rating it and deciding afterwards with what we are going to start. So the higher the number was at the end out of the three numbers from impact, uh, the ice model, uh, yeah, the uh, more possible it was that we start with this test uh, earlier, you know, so that was mm -hmm. the way to do this and then running the test. And for example, with this kind of test with the, the contact form, it was like this test, everyone was very, okay, the conversion rate will drop and so on. So this test got a very high number, not in a positive way. <laughs> but we said, okay, we need to start this test against all our feelings. Oh my God, the conversion rate will drop. And we started this test and yeah, we got the results and we were very surprised about it. Let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, you can tell us about what surprised you and what the results were and get into a little bit more about some, maybe some of the tools that you use for testing. So Stay tuned for just a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking to Viola Gruner, head of marketing at Impside, about testing instead of guessing. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. I'm your host, Doc Pop, talking today to Viola Gruner, head of marketing at Impside. And Viola was just telling us a story about adding a modification to a contact form. And there was a hypothesis that this would maybe result in fewer signups, which is, I think, what a lot of marketers kind of feel. Instead of just going on that hunch, Viola and your team, you did a whole bunch of testing on this. And right before the break, you said you were surprised. Surprised. What surprised you about the results here? We were all surprised, the whole team, because we thought if we add one more form field, our conversion rate will drop from 7% to nearly 6%. And the results were that it didn't drop. So we were so surprised about this test that the conversion rate didn't change significantly. That means... Um, we were running this A-B test 12 weeks and around um, 45,000 people were visiting these two different pages. And yeah, we saw, okay, there is no difference between the conversion rate means 
we can implement this form field or this new form field and this one more new field. And yeah, that was a big surprise for us. And I think that's a good example of exactly what you're trying to say. N nobody should be just relying on their hunches. Doing testing is easy these days, much easier than back when I was working in weekly newspapers. Kind of specific to WordPress, what are some of the tools that your team uses for testing? Or, or like, what do you recommend for people who want to do, I guess, A-B testing would be the, the main form of testing these days. So I personally was using um, two different A-B testing tools. So there is one free tool, it's called Google Optimize. And there's another tool from HubSpot and it's already included, but you pay for it. So with these two tools, we were testing. Um, yes, but I also created our own workflow, you know, with different sheets and that everything is structured. If someone needs this or wants it, you get it for free. It's simple to have this kind of workflow, you know, where you collect everything and then you have your pitch card where you, you talk to, to people, to your team or where you write everything down and everything is very structured there. So we use that as well, this kind of workflow. Um, because it's also important that you document these things. So every test is a success. Every finished test, also if the test is not running like you expected. So you should celebrate the test if you finished it. And yeah, then also having a structure that you still document this test. So also if it's failed, for example, so that, for example, you can check it out again in a year and you can think about it. Hey, how can we make this test better for the next time or different and could we test this again or yeah and we had this as well and of course for the mathematics there are different online tools for example a b test guide that helps you to see okay how many visitors do i have how many unique visitors do i have and it's calculating for you how long do you need to run a test to get a significant result. I'm kind of wondering, are there some mistakes marketers might be making? Like, is it, is it possible to over-test? Uh, or are there any other kind of common mistakes that you've kind of come across that you just maybe wanted to talk about here? I'm a big fan of testing like you here. But mm -hmm. I think you also need to be careful to not over-test. Also small little decisions, you know? Sometimes it's okay listening also to the God feeling, or like you said before, if you are going to a big event and these are things, it's harder to test here and to get significant data. That's one thing I, I want to say. The other mm -hmm. thing to say is also that it's very important that if you run a test, for example, if you run a test on your contact form, it's going to influence your conversion rate. So if you are going to test something else at the same time, it can also influence mm -hmm. conversion rate. So you need to be always looking at your key metric. So if, for example, if I'm running, if my key metric to measure is the conversion rate, um, 
I cannot say spontaneous, okay, I'm running two different tests because it can influence each other, yes? Um, and you need to be aware of this. It can influence your conversion rate. So you could say, okay, I will run a social test on social media and I will run a test on my website. That's a possibility you can do, but be always careful that you're not running yeah, two different tests for the same key metric. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, definitely don't over, <laughs> over, don't, don't, don't uh, cross the streams, I guess, and uh, mess up your data. Uh, prioritize one test at a time, or at least I guess have different groups uh, that aren't being you know tested on at the same time. Um, well, you know, one thing that you mentioned earlier in the show is you have a growth hacking meeting at uh, Impside, like a kind of weekly growth hacking meeting. What is growth hacking? How do you describe that? So there are a lot of different descriptions for it, and many people are using it already. You know, they are growth hacking this and that. But it's from me may, and my team making number-based decisions and to change things without mm, investing a lot of money for this. So it means mm, to come up with new ideas, with um, clever ideas, uh, without really having that much money for it and test it. And... Yeah, and the, also in the previous company I worked for, we were growth hacking a lot and we, we had very successful tests also with some landing pages and yeah, we could improve the conversion rate a lot without really paying a lot, you know, for it. It was our time and, and that's it. And then we were growing a lot and yeah, it's also, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it for me. I think that's a great spot for us to take our final break. And when we come back, we are going to talk to Viola Gruner about the one final message I got from the talk that you gave. Don't be afraid to fail test. I want to hear more about that. So stay tuned after this short commercial break for more Press This. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Welcome back to Press This. I'm your host, Doc Pop, talking to Viola Gruner today about testing instead of guessing. And we've talked about what is growth hacking. We've talked about how and why you should be testing your ideas rather than just sticking to the hunches or the previous experiences you've had. And I guess it should also be mentioned, and you, you mentioned this in your talk, Viola, uh, at the end of your WordCamp Europe talk, you said every target group is different. And I feel like that's also maybe a reminder that just because you ran this test once at a different company or once even at the same company, but two years ago, that doesn't mean never test again. Like this is probably a chance to reevaluate things because you're not always going to have the same results each time you test it. Also, at the end of your talk, you said, don't be afraid to fail test. And I thought that was really interesting. Can you tell us what you mean by that? There is no failing for me if you test. So if you test, it's every finished test, like I said, it's a success because you get to know your target group better. And if you have a team, the nice side effect also is that you made something new with them. You gave them the chance that their voice gets heard, you know, and it's undescribable motivation for them to see, okay, wow, this test works or not. And you learn out of this and you should see every test you did as a learning, you know, and it brings you further. It makes you understanding your target group better step by step 
And like you said, it's very important if you change the company, it doesn't mean that this test will work or not. So many people came to me asking me, hey, what would be the perfect test for my company? And I said, there is no perfect test for your company uh, or perfect growth hack. You need to test Mm -hmm. that. And yeah, out of this, you will get some results and then you see. Well, I really enjoyed your WordCamp Europe talk. Congratulations again. Um, you, you mentioned in the talk, uh, that you have a workflow that people can download. We'll provide a, a link to that workflow in the show description so people can follow along with that. Um, and you know, just, did, I just was curious, I didn't make it to WordCamp Europe this year. Did you have a good time there? Wow. Yes. <laughs> it was amazing. It was great. And wow, it's a great community and people are so kind and open and it was also very well organized and I feel so thankful that I was allowed being a part of this and that I had the chance to speak about this very important topic for me. And yeah, it was it was great. Wow. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us today, Viola. If people want to follow you, what's a good what's a good way to keep track of what you're working on? For example, LinkedIn. So Viola Kuna, mm-hmm. that's my name on LinkedIn. Or Twitter, Krona uh, Viola. That's it. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of Press This. Thanks so much for joining us, Viola. And thanks to everyone who's listened. We have more great episodes that you can hear on torquemag.io as, long as, as, as well as transcriptions to go along with those. And on next week's episode, we are going to interview Justin Tadlock about WordPress 6.3, which is the end of Gutenberg Phase 2, the wrapping up, the bookend of Phase 2. And there's a lot of cool stuff coming into 6.3. It may not sound, or into into 6.3. It may not sound super exciting, but I know that there's some really cool stuff that I'm excited about in there. So listen next week to, to hear about that. That's it for this episode of Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. You can follow my adventures on at the Torque Mag on Twitter. That's at the Torque Mag, or go to torquemag.io to find more episodes and tutorials and events and news. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download it directly from wmr.fm. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of the community each week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.